This is Dave Graham, the retirement guy. Did you purchase an annuity that hasn't made you any money? Well, the good news is that you're not stuck with it. At Graham Capital Advisors, a new proprietary software will show you how you can redirect your money into the highest available guaranteed income payouts for life. If you're 65 years old, you can receive 7.9%. At 70 years old, 8.2%. If you're 75, 8.99%. Need help? Go to our website and schedule an appointment. That's Graham Capital Advisors. Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. It's time for the Graham Capital Market Update, a daily look at Wall Street, brought to you by Graham Capital, an estate planning and investment management firm right here in Florida. How hard is your money working for you? Let's find out with your hosts, David Graham and Stosh Graham. This is Dave Graham of Graham Capital, and you're listening to Graham Capital's Market Update. The show is brought to you by Graham Capital Advisors, Tampa and Sarasota. Every day at six o'clock, WHNZ 1250 AM and on 105.9 FM, We'll give you a market update of what is going on with the stock market. What major events could possibly affect your investments? And by the way, if you're a fan of Dave Ramsey, I want you to know that we're proud to be part of his Smart Investor Pro team. If you like what you hear from the Ramsey organization, well, he approved us. We're the only ones that I know of in the Tampa Bay area on the radio that he's given approval to. And what we're doing is we're helping people do the right thing for the right reasons when it comes to their money. We're just as concerned about your life savings as you are or are proud to be true fiduciaries. Everyone in our office has some kind of a professional designation. We take pride in what we do. Certified financial planners, certified senior advisors, certified estate planners, CPA. We cover it all. Remember, it's tax season now. Get a head start on your taxes. Just go to our website and schedule an appointment. It's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. And when you feel that it's time to get a good second opinion of where you're at with your money, remember the old cliche, the longer I'm with my broker, the broker I get. Come and see us. Always remember, if you lose it, you got to remake it. And that takes time. And what are we running out of as we get older? Time. Time. Please. Don't put yourself in that position. We can give you proper guidance and put you on the right path to have a successful, successful retirement. You always hear me say this. It's a three-legged stool. It's a holy trinity. It's a trifecta. Call it what you like, but it's legal, it's planning, and it's investing properly. And at Graham Capital Advisors, we do it all. One-stop retirement planning. So just go to our website and schedule an appointment. That's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. That's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. Let me tell you about a couple of mistakes that millions are making with their 401ks. Most baby boomers are either retired or on the cusp of retiring. You know, and members of this generation now ages 59 to 77, and I'm one of them, need to be very careful about the decisions that they're making inside their 401k. We want you to be aware of some of the common mistakes that you can avoid if you just try to start improving your retirement outlook. Okay, number one, regardless of what your age is, 
If you're not saving enough for your retirement and your future, you're going to have a problem. Well, what's the solution? Well, possibly if you're a boomer, you could max out your 401k contributions and take advantage of the catch-up contributions. You can do, still do that if you're working. For 2024, the 401k annual contribution limit is 23000 bucks. But if you're over the age of 50, you could take advantage of an additional catch-up contributions to another 7500 a year. So think about that. That's quite a bit of money to put aside every year. Start doing it. If you haven't done it, start doing it now. Remember, you've got to live on this for the rest of your life. You can't save enough now if you're still working. Another mistake people make is investing their money in target date funds. And what do you, what's the solution with that? Avoid investing in any kind of underperforming assets that are loaded with fees. And let me just give you an example. I took a few out here. The Vanguard Target Retirement Fund 2025. Guess what? 6.1% for the last five years. Vanguard Target Retirement Fund for 2030. 2.5% for the last five years. Vanguard Target Return Fund 2035. 1.8% for the last five years. You see where I'm going with that? Look, when you have a lack of customization... Target funds are designed to be a one-size-fits-all, which means they, they're likely not to align perfectly with your individual specific goals or your risk tolerance, even your needs. Okay, They're not going to get the job done, yet you see every 401k out there offers them to you. Then what about fees? You know, Target date funds, they often have high management fees. They, they could totally erode your returns over time, especially for long-term investors. You know, some date target funds, you know, they invest in other funds leading to layers of fees. This can make it even more challenging to try to understand what your total cost of investing is if you're in some kind of a target date fund. Good gosh. I mean, I guess one more is this, your risk tolerance. It simply might not match your situation. Look, the level of risk taken by a target date fund is not going to align with every investor's actual risk tolerance. You know, for some, this can result in very conservative investing, or on the other hand, a, a very aggressive portfolio. Target funds, avoid them like the plague. They're not going to get the job done for you. And, you know, one more. Think of this, okay? What, what's one more mistake? What about taking withdrawal from your 401k plans? You know, there's a recent survey came out that said one in four boomers have already taken a withdrawal for, from their 401k plan with the top reasons being they got to pay down credit card debt, cover health care expenses. This can be particularly expensive. A big big mistake if you withdraw money before you're 59 and a half because you have to have to pay an early withdrawal penalty. So what's the solution to that? Do everything you can not to take money out of your retirement accounts, period. End of story. Don't go near them. You know that quote by Albert Einstein, he once said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays pays for it. So be smart, okay? Be careful not to live beyond your means. Have an emergency fund in place to assist with any unforeseen expenses. Be smart for crying out loud. Okay? One last mistake. Not seeking professional guidance about your money. Baby boomers who seek financial advice, they tend to have bigger 401k balances than those who don't. And a recent survey again found that participants who have sought advice from a financial professional 
they've saved as an average $333,000, while those who have not sold any professional advice have, have an average of 286000 So there it is. What's the solution? Get in touch with us so we can help you plan for a successful retirement. And if you haven't heard from your advisor lately, please talk to us and get a second opinion. We can help you on the path to a retirement that you've always envisioned for your wife, your kids, your family in general. Call us today. Go to our website. Website address is grahamcapitaladvisors.com. That's grahamcapitaladvisors.com. You know, we're there to help you. You're going to help yourself. Give us a ring. It's grahamcapitaladvisors.com. Coming up next, we have Stosh Graham, a Chief Investment Officer, Managing Director of Graham Capital Wealth Management, Washington, D.C. That's GrahamCapitalWealth.com. Stosh, let me ask you, recent headlines, you know, they centered around how stubbornly high inflation reports are going to be. And, 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 and of note, precious metal gold has been weak in the face of these higher than expected numbers. Inflation reports, it, let me ask you. It's commonly thought that gold is a strong hedge against inflation. So is that still applied today? Yeah, I think some of that's a little bit of a misconception. You know, unfortunately, from a perspective of gold, we have a, actually a fairly limited history in, in, the, in the context of a much larger uh, history in the United States of financial markets. Look, you know, gold got depegged in the 70s. Uh, so we only really have that time period, and obviously the '70s was a period of of significant inflation. So I do think that there was a time period where people, I think, got this notion that gold was a great hedge uh, uh, against inflation. And as we've seen, really over the last couple of decades, it, it hasn't been. Uh, there is a very there's been plenty of white papers written about gold. Gold is really not, it's not directly a hedge against inflation as much as it's a hedge against monetary policy and the systematic devaluing of the dollar. Now, inflation and the devaluation of the dollar uh, certainly goes there. There are a lot of parallels. There are, it does go hand in hand, but it's not exact. Look, the playbook in regards to gold, there's a general playbook. And again, plenty of white papers on gold. The time to buy gold is when you believe you're at the end of a rate hike cycle. The time to sell gold is generally two to three months after the first rate cut. It's kind of like a buy the rumor, sell the news. Hey, are they going to eventually cut? If they cut, you know, hey, that's when you want to own gold. And as we've seen over the last two to three months, the first rate cut or the expectation of the first rate cut is continuing to get pushed further and further back into 2024. And hence, we've seen softness in gold. So, yeah, gold not always a good hedge against inflation, um, but I think it again, it's your it's your hedge against monetary policy. And as we've seen the expectations of change in monetary policy, when the first rate cut is going to be, that's why you've seen such an outsized reaction in gold. And that movement right now is lower uh, in the face again of inflation being higher than expected. Well, I guess the question is with gold stash. I mean, you have sovereign gold bonds. Uh, you know, they have a lock-in period of five, five, six, seven, eight years or so. There's no management fees. How would you recommend people buy or invest in gold? It depends on what their risk tolerance is. It depends on what their investment objectives are. Look, you have you have very famous investors who are notoriously notoriously negative on gold. 
Warren Buffett has talked about gold numerous times. He goes, look, it's a, it's a physical asset. I could touch it, but it doesn't generate any income. It doesn't generate any interest for me. Um, right. So he's not a holder of gold. Uh, look, you know, gold has its time and, and it has a role in a broader portfolio. But again, what you own really depends on what you need. Can you own access to physical gold in, in the form of exchange traded funds? There are a couple. Uh, could you own gold miners? Look, if you're someone who's looking for a dividend income uh, based around gold, you could probably own a gold miner, but then you're going to have to have uh, more or you're going to have to expect more volatility because gold miners inherently are more volatile than the actual physical price of gold. And you have the operational risk uh, that right. comes with it. So look, I mean, there are, there are several ways to get direct or indirect exposure to precious metal gold. And again, it depends on what the, the person is looking for and what their uh, risk tolerance is. Sure. So so what you're saying is that gold is basically a track record of holding its value and it kind of serves as a safe haven and, and possibly a hedge against inflation when, when the economy is unstable. But other than that, would you recommend anyone have that in their in their actual portfolio? Again, it depends on what their goals are and investment objectives are. Uh, gold has its its role for people who say they 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 want a real asset that over time, even though it's not a direct it's not a direct uh, uh, hedge against inflation, that over time tends to appreciate as a respective currency loses purchasing power. And again, gold is priced in, in U.S. dollars. Uh, right. As the value of the dollar goes down, you could buy more gold. And that same thought process is across the board in regards to a commodity based and priced in the U.S. dollar. Uh, now, obviously, there are other variables at play that ultimately determines the the final price. But again, I think when you look at the precious metal gold uh, and the question in particular was about inflation, it's not a it's not a perfect hedge against inflation as much as it's a hedge against monetary policy or what you perceive to be the future of monetary policy. Sure. When you're talking about speculation and gold, so you're talking about someone that would be buying gold stocks, or are you talking about people that are actually buying physical gold? Are you talking about uh, you know, return on investment as far as holding gold? Because normally, again, it's a hedge. But what would you feel for the average person going into retirement is truly probably the safest, smartest, most logical way to invest in gold. What would that be? Well, physical gold probably for the for someone who's more conservative, I think you own physical gold because there are less risks at play versus owning a gold miner. Again, with gold miners, and you just saw this very recently, uh, where you know gold miners, it's not like every gold mine is in the United States or in Canada. You have third world emerging market countries that have very unsettled government structures. And you have seen in certain instances, say like Panama, where you've had mines unilaterally shut down uh, on a change of power. And uh, you've seen a lot of market capitalization or equity value uh, get eviscerated because of that respective risks. South Africa is a very popular place for mines. It is also sure. a very, uh, I would say, it's it's let's just call it not the most stable uh, uh, government uh, or or country that that we have in our in our, on planet Earth. And so again, there are additional risks that someone is going to take 
if they want to invest in gold miners outside of just a movement of the underlying price of physical gold. Sure. Well, that's a good point. But when you think of mining stocks, you know, this could be the best alternative for people because you know, they can profit in a couple of ways on gold. First, if the price of gold rises, you know, the miners profit rise. So that's that's an advantage. And then the miner naturally has the ability to raise production over time. So you kind of give you a double whammy. So that's a good that's a good way of thinking about it. I mean, I know that you recommend that for some clients with your portfolios, and I was curious to see, you know, see what you had to say about that. But let me ask you this. With expectations that the, the Federal Reserve will cut interest rates less, what do, you, what do you expect to hear? The Federal Reserve's governor's meeting is coming up. What, what is that? What's the lead up to that meeting? Yeah, I mean, what you're noticing, <laughs> it's been quite a shift over the last month or two in regards to what the market is expecting from the Federal Reserve. Uh, and look, we talked about this briefly on the show yesterday. Uh, but I would expect commentary from the Federal Reserve that is cautious as they normally are. Uh, and I think to a degree, slightly hawkish, uh, even though the last couple of months, it has certainly taken a more dovish turn. Look, as we talked about yesterday, I think inflation and the growth rate of inflation will continue to decelerate as it did in January. Uh, right. It will continue to decelerate just at a, at a more stubborn pace than maybe what people had wished or they thought a few months ago. But inflation will continue to come down. The risks are in the second half of the year. But I think, again, as we break the 3% level for year-over-year inflation growth, uh, right. it's going to be very important to keep an eye on the consumer, the purchasing power of the consumer. And ultimately, how that impacts businesses in their bottom line. Right. Well, only time will tell. You know, with everything that's going on now, it, with when inflation is always going to be a subject. This is going to be brought up time and time again by the media. Uh, but since it's an election year, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, look, recently, the Fed has also released their household and consumer debt survey, which saw that delinquency rates for credit cards that continue to increase through the final months of this year. So what does that mean for consumers as we start 2024? Right. So consumer debt, if, if you're not aware, every every 90 days, the New York uh, Federal Reserve or the Federal Reserve Bank in New York produces a consumer household debt survey, which encompasses basically all debt. It, it has credit cards, it has auto loans, it has uh, student loans. It has quote unquote other loans, which it would be defined as personal loans. Uh, it encompasses everything. And what you noticed in this report for the fourth quarter of 2023 was that the acceleration of delinquencies on credit cards accelerated and it started to pick up pace compared to the third quarter in 2023. So obviously everyone knows and you saw headlines over the last couple of months about where the total outstanding balance of credit cards now is at a record high. Uh, but what's less talked about is the acceleration of the delinquency rate. Unfortunately for us, I think it's only fair to project that that's going to really impair a consumer's ability to consume, whether goods or services, their ability to consume for 2024. Now, normally you start to see debt, you expect debt to uh, uh, 
come down during the first quarter of 2024. And one of the reasons why is usually people get tax rebate checks and they go and they pay back debt that they accrued during the fourth quarter. But as we've seen the rules change within the tax code, you've had certain tax credits uh, that have sunsetted over the last couple of years. 2023, the first quarter of 2023, did not see the big seasonal debt pay down that you normally get. And again, that's tied to people getting less of a rebate check than they were accustomed to. And I would expect that to continue for this quarter. Uh, But again, for the consumer, I think you have to be worried, or excuse me, if if you're a company who is relying on the consumer to continue to grow their consumption, buy more of your products this year compared to last or compared to 2022, I think you have to be worried and look, just the last couple of days, you've had several of the stalwart uh, consumer staple companies like Kraft Heinz, for example, who has their hands in a whole host of well-known consumer staples goods, uh, issued downside guidance for 2024, and their stock was down 7% because they're worried that the consumer cannot continue to keep up buying their goods, whether it's cereal, whether it's a snack. And this is Kraft Heinz. This is not a discretionary company where it's a luxury item that they sell. These are what's in your pantry and in your kitchen. So when you get warnings from Kraft Heinz, you marry that to what we saw from the Federal Reserve in terms of growing delinquencies on credit cards. Uh, Again, I think it's a worrisome picture for the consumer. And that is very worrisome for companies because their earnings are generally reliant on a healthy consumer who's willing to pay more for a good, or they buy more of the good at the same price. And we already know right now companies, we've seen this quarter over quarter, company earnings, company profit margin, generally speaking, has been under pressure. Unless you're part of the AI bubble, your corporate earnings have come under pressure. And these executives for these companies, these CFOs, are trying to find ways to help protect any type of profit margin they can. Sure. So I, I guess kind of what you're saying is now that people, investors, they should expect to continue having this yo-yo effect on the markets until it's kind of sorts out all this uncertainty and over how the Fed Federal Reserve is going to respond to you know this whole inflation situation. Uh, I knew one of the Fed bank presidents is, uh, actually said that that you know having slightly higher inflation uh, for a few months will still be consistent with what the, what the central bank's goal of 2% will be. And, and it's just a matter of just expecting it from that standpoint. Uh, you know, inflation is going to be here to stay and people are going to be talking about it indefinitely. And, and uh, we just have to see where it's going to lead. Stash, with all the chaos that's going on now in the Red Sea, how, do, how does the dry, the Baltic dry index look now? So the, the Baltic dry index, the BDI, has come down. We saw a spike in the initial first attacks that we got uh, in the Red Sea in early early December. Uh, we, we have normalized uh, to what I would say would probably be your, your average range over the last five years between 15, 1600. Um, but again, I think, you know, in regards to the Red Sea, and, and as is any globalized society, it's important to see the, the ramifications to the overall economy. The cost of goods, whether it's energy related or container related, really anything, uh, the cost to transport your good can 
in a very quick instant materially increase. And if you are a business and your job, as we just highlighted, was to protect any type of profit margin you can get, and then now you have to worry about a geopolitical event, which could cause your transportation costs to increase 50 to 100%, again, very, very quickly, you're, as the CFO of this company, are going to have to try to pass this along to the end consumer so they subsidize this expense. Again, you're doing this to try to protect your profit margins. And so I certainly think as we get to the back half of 2024, this is one of those variables that I believe is being discounted too much that these costs related to make a product or to ship it and get it actually on the shelf, there are still shocks in the system that could cause inflation to be higher than what people expected. And in this instance, it has nothing to do with consumer demand. It is just the underlying cost of the business to get that product on the shelf. Well, well said. It's going to be interesting to see with these wars going on. Hopefully, they they stabilize because inevitably, people always seem to forget that we got to get the goods here. I don't care if it's from China. I don't care if it's from the Middle East. You can't have disruption like that. And no, no two ways about it. We're living in an unstable time. Stasha, as always, we appreciate your sage advice. We'll be talking it tomorrow. Let's see how the day goes tomorrow. Thanks, Stal. Absolutely. Take care, David. Uh, if you are looking to get a good second opinion of uh, what your investment should look like, well, you just listen to, as far as I know, the only professional fund manager on the radio on the West Coast of Florida. You deserve the best, and Stash can help you. He manages all the assets of Graham Capital, advisors, our clients. He's pretty good at what he did, believe me, and what he does, rather, excuse me. So bottom line is, if you need a good yeah. second opinion, Go to our website and schedule an appointment, and we'll we'll get such it right in front of a virtual screen, and you can talk to him or you can meet him in person when he's in town. Just go to our website and schedule an appointment. It's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. You really want to truly have a successful retirement. Listen to me. We can help you. We can give you a comprehensive consultation, legal planning, investing. There's no cost. We don't charge for this. We're true fiduciaries. And we'll see what works for you. We'll pull it out of you. We will help analyze your situation and we'll look at what you have, what you need, what you're doing wrong, and we'll give you the best second opinion that you're going to get because when you go to institutions like banks or insurance companies or brokerage houses and someone else's name is on that card, I hate to tell you this, but they work for that institution. They don't work for you. And when you go to our organization, we will help you. We will do it properly and correctly. And you always hear me say, we're just as concerned about your money as you are. Come and see us. Go to our website, schedule an appointment. It's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. That's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. Remember, we have offices in Tampa on Kennedy Boulevard, right across from the North Shore Mall. And we're also on Ringling Boulevard in Sarasota. And we even have a satellite office in Venice. So come and see us. It's GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. And with that, if you really want to be lucky in life, go help someone. God's in a smile on you. You're going to get to be incredibly lucky. We're lucky to be Americans. Think how lucky we are in this country. We're doing so much better than the rest of the world. We're lucky to be Americans. It's right on our currency, and God we trust. And with that... 
Take care of yourselves. Be safe. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place at 6 o'clock on 1250 WHNZ. Thanks for listening to the Graham Capital Market Update. For more information on any of today's topics, visit GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. This program is sponsored by Graham Capital Advisors, LLC, an independent estate planning and insurance agency. Investment advisory services are provided by Graham Capital Wealth Management, LLC, an independent registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Graham Capital Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. The information provided is for educational and informational purposes only and does not constitute investment advice and it should not be relied on as such. Individuals should consult a qualified professional for guidance before making any purchasing decisions. This is Dave Graham, the Retirement Guy. Have you ever heard of the 4% rule? In retirement planning, that's the recommended withdrawal that you'll be taking if you're invested in the stock market, so you simply don't run out of money. Right now, if you're of retirement age, you can actually double the 4% rule. That's right, an 8% guaranteed withdrawal every year for the rest of your life. At Graham Capital Advisors, we can show you how to get the highest guaranteed rates of return. To schedule an appointment, just go to GrahamCapitalAdvisors.com. 